This is an ABC podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, Pip, (laughs) we're getting all our content from TikTok. Love it. Yeah. (laughs) I was scrolling last week and I came across this video. Normalize platonic life partners. This is for everyone who believes that their soulmate is their best friend. So my best friend is my soulmate. She's my platonic love of my life. She's who I choose to do life with. And after five fucking years of long distance, we finally manifested a way for her to move to LA to be with me. And I was like, I think this is me. I'm Dee Salmon, and I've also got with me the Everessence producer, Pip Rasmussen. Everessence? Yeah, I just Is that like... Evanescence <laughs> crossed with Evervescent? Evervescence. Did I just make up a word? I think you did. You know what? I need to start introing you because you say all these nice things about me. Last week you called me gorgeous, whereas I should just start maybe doing the opposite of that. I don't know. Hi, this is Pip Rasmussen. I'm joined by... My the obnoxious and annoying Jason Harmon. <laughs> I was going to say paranoid and clumsy, but oh. all things true. All things true. No, I'll just change it up each week. Give you a new adjective. I love. Can't wait for next week. But anyway, anyway, let's get there, into this. This is the Hookup Podcast. Um, if you know, you know. If you don't, it's all about sex, relationships, dating, and love. And yeah, anyway, Pip, going back to this TikTok, platonic life partner. Mm. I had a bit of a stalk and it's a term that's going viral at the moment. Like these videos have hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. And I kind of just thought, hold on, I think I'm I'm in a platonic life partnership with my roommate slash best friend, Brendan. Yeah. Um, you know, we like own everything in the house together. We own a cat together. We do all the like classic couple things that you normally do in a relationship. Like we even call each other mum and dad and people think we're dating. Like people always say that Brendan's my boyfriend. And don't you introduce each other as, like, lovers? Yeah, like soulmate. as a joke, but also, you know, minus the sex. Yeah, exactly. So when I saw this TikTok, I was like, oh, my gosh, hit home, resonated hard. Yeah. I think I've seen a few um, on my algorithm as well, and it did resonate with me too because – if I had to choose someone in my life who was my soulmate, my twin flame, it would have to be my bestie Sats. And we talked about this because they were in Australia. They like they live in Japan at the moment, but they were here and we were talking about it. And I was like, hey, I think that we could have a platonic life partnership because I can imagine us doing all this dating stuff because we treat each other like like we would in a, like a proper relationship, like someone you really deeply care about. It's so interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously not just trending at the moment. Like it's something that's been happening for a long time. Mm. But we thought, you know, in this episode maybe we'll get into like how does it work, why are people choosing this, why are more young people choosing to end up in these kind of partnerships over like the stereotypical hetero mm-hmm. monog relationships you normally see in media. Uh, and is this the perfect situation? Like, is it too good to be true? What do we need to look out for? Yeah. What happens when you start dating other people? What if you get jealous? So we'll get into all of that stuff real soon. But first up, though, I want to go back to that viral TikTok because we actually spoke to the girls behind the video. Their names are April Lee and Renee Wong. And they're pretty much championing this term, platonic life partnership. They met in secondary school, they became besties, and they stayed super close for the next 10 years. And now they're living together in a studio apartment in LA, and they reckon they couldn't be happier. Renee and I always had this deep platonic love and connection with each other that we felt was just like 
this feels special. Mm -hmm. Um, But we never thought that it was an option to kind of put that into commitment um, and actually commit to spending your life together until I read an article about like Boston marriages, which I don't know if you've heard, but like Boston marriages are basically when women, particularly starting around the late 1800s, started living with and marrying each other because they didn't want to give up their academic pursuits. Like if they were to marry a man, they would have to give up the career and become a mother, become a wife. And so the women that wanted to further their career would marry each other. And that was like, it just, it blew my mind because I was like, if this has been happening for ages, like why is this not more common now? And why is it not talked about? Why did I not know this was an option? Why do why did like none of us know this is an option? And so I brought it up to Renee and we were kind of like inspired mm-hmm. and we, it just clicked. Like we felt like this might be the option for us. And obviously the term Boston marriage now is just a little bit dated and it, it might allude to like, possibly sexual like covertly sexual like relationships which we aren't and so the term platonic just seemed concise and clear what we are and then coupled with life partner which is exactly what we are too and it just made sense to say platonic life partner so we live together we share a studio apartment um we sleep in separate beds so that part's a little different i guess from a hetero marriage but we combine our finances we co-parent our cat we make major life decisions together, like, for example, moving across the world to be with each other. Um, and we're currently looking into any options to be legally recognized as each other's first of kin, especially since we don't have family in this country. Um, we need to be recognized as each other's family. So we put it to you on our Instagram and heaps of you got in touch telling us about how you've also found your twin flames and your soulmates and your best friends. Or, as Sebastian and Talia reckon... They ride or die. Weirdly enough, we actually met on a dating app and uh, we dated for a few months in the end of 2020. And uh, I, I did the whole, hey, what are we kind of combo? And I'm like, you don't you don't like me like that, do you? And she's like, no. No, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I just want a friend and you were so thankful that you yeah, just wanted that as well. I, um, I, I like felt a massive weight off my shoulders because I was like oh cool I don't get to lose this awesome person uh just because they don't want to romance with me and I'm like oh this is actually way better being being friends I think we best described it as ride or die yeah it's really comforting to know that I'm like well I know I'm not going through life alone I have my best mate who will be there by my side as my partner in any way So why has this become such a trend? What's going on here? What's the go? Well, we spoke to an expert who's seen this kind of relationship skyrocket. Lauren Bradley is a sex and relationship therapist for Love Therapy Australia, and she reckons she's seeing more and more clients come to her and hop on this platonic life partnership train. The question of what a traditional relationship has become really broad in the last five years even. People are starting to look beyond that traditional classic Disney fairy tale romance um, for a range of different reasons. We've got a lot more openness around what a relationship looks like. People are looking at different kinds of combinations for their own satisfaction. And we're much more 
accepting of diversity in the relationship space as well. So we're actually seeing more presentations in our work of people coming to work on non-cis heteronormative romantic relationships. We're seeing more presentations of friends, of best mates, of you know brother and sister that want to just be working together for the rest of their lives. There's a whole lot of combinations of these platonic relationships that are satisfying for people and sometimes more long-lasting. So yeah, there's a few reasons why this is happening and Lauren reckons one of them is because we're bored. We're bored of this traditional narrative that we're sold in movies and songs and popular culture and we'd just like to recreate it, be excluded. I think we've seen a change in the dynamic of relationships as a whole. I think that people are much more open about talking about the challenges of maintaining a heteronormative monogamous relationship for the rest of their lives. This is really tough stuff. Um, We're also seeing a lot of the benefits of romantic long-term relationships being paralleled in friendships. And we know the benefits of friendships are extensive. We know that people in happy social relationships can provide themselves with, you know, reduced increases of heart disease, reduced instances of stroke, uh, let alone the mental health benefits we have and reduced anxiety, depression. So you can actually get some of these long-term life benefits out of being with a platonic partner um, that we see in some of the research around marriage couples as well. So the benefits you get from friendships are pretty similar to romantic relationships and that's another reason why people are getting into platonic partnerships. And you know what, Pip and I were chatting about it this week and it got us thinking about how long-term partnerships would really suit asexual people, right? Yeah, it's everything you want out of a relationship bar the sex. And Dee, we got loads of messages on our Instagram from ace people about this. In fact, we spoke to Kathy on the live show about how much she really wants to get a platonic life partner going as an asexual and as having been in a sexual relationship it's like my absolute dream to have a best friend to share my life with and um yeah just like not having the sexual pressure from anyone as an asexual would just be incredible to have that comfort and that familiarity of a relationship without that pressure i love the concept and it's I would love to have a relationship like that one day. And, you know, Lauren had something to say on this. In this day and age, we're rethinking about how much a priority sex is in relationships. It doesn't have to be like the centrepiece or the foundation on which you build a partnership on. You know, a sexual relationship starts with the self. And so you can still be very sexually fulfilled being an individual. Or if sex isn't important to you, that's okay too. And what we're seeing now is that sex is a component of a relationship. For some people, that's a large component. For others, it's not so important. Um, For some people, that's their primary driver for having a a primary partner. For other people, they prefer commitment, stability, trust, communication, all these other factors which you can find in a, a partner that you're romantically attracted to or a platonic partner too. While this is definitely a relationship style that the ace community can get behind, for people who are keen to keep dating and fulfill that romantic or sexual side of yourself while remaining coupled with your mate, it's totally possible. One of the big draw cards of this platonic life partnership is the ability to hook up often without the pressure of dating itself. So how does it work? Well, Renee and April, who you heard from before, have been enjoying the best of both worlds. Here's Renee. I'm currently dating like casually and I feel like this platonic life partnership has actually opened my whole world of dating in terms of not just dating for companionship, but just dating to really be in that romantic connection to explore what it is for this present moment and not have to think about down the line 
Yeah, and April is currently dating um, someone in New York. I have a romantic partner right now. We're long distance. Um, he's in New York. I'm in LA. Uh, I adore him, and it doesn't change anything about me and Renee. He was extremely supportive. I think he's able to see that because I have Renee, I don't need him to be my everything, and that takes a load off of him and. It takes a load off of me because I don't need him to be my everything. And in a way, this platonic life partnership has made me become a better romantic partner because I'm not trying to manipulate or guide or pressure the relationship into any direction, and it it can just go at its own natural pace. I swear, this sounds too good to be true, Dee. Right? Isn't it? Yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, surely jealousy is a thing. Yeah. Well, we actually spoke to hookup listeners Kat and Alicia about their platonic partnership and how it affected Kat's romantic relationship outside of their platonic one. I was in uh, a long-term relationship, um, which was only just sort of recently um, ended. So I was with him for 12 years um, and we were engaged. There definitely was a lot of jealousy. I guess part of the, the breakup was sort of me kind of running away and, and spending more time with Alicia and then he sort of you know obviously got jealous and saw how happy I was when I was doing things other than with him yeah. so it did cause a lot of anger and jealousy but yeah I mean I think he definitely puts a bit of blame on on Alicia and and then that but that's yeah that really has nothing to do with it at the end of the day absolutely not no that was never anything from my end at all I always no. supported them and was there for them and was open with him with that as well. And yeah, I guess you just didn't get it. So yeah, while it's working out fine for Renee in April, in fact, maybe even making them better at dating and self-love, really it can change the dynamic of existing relationships like Kat and her ex. So taking that in mind, if you're listening to this episode and thinking, yep, I'm done with the white picket fence, traditional relationship, and you think this is something you can see yourself doing, how do you manage it as a relationship? How do you navigate it? Here's Lauren again. There's a lot we can learn from more, I guess, non-traditional types of relationships from the polyamory world, for example, or open relationships. Those communities as a whole tend to be really great at talking around boundaries. So really having discussions with your partner around what constitutes this relationship and what constitutes our relationship with others. So being able to take a lead from those groups to talk about these things, be really open about what your restrictions are and what you'd like from your partner in the first place can help to establish the ground rules for what you'd like to achieve. Also, the two things that people come to couple counselling with mainly are communication and conflict resolution. So if you're working on those things with a partner, really being open in your communication, being a great listener, having a really wonderful and effective tool for fighting, you can do that with a friend and you can achieve similar results as a romantic partner. Those are things you should iron out first. Now look... I think it's fair to say that while this sounds like a pretty sweet deal, and I'm sure it is, just don't go thinking that this also can't go south either, like a normal relationship between, you know, you and your best mate, your twin flame, your ride or die. Yeah, I've seen people online, specifically in the comment sections of these platonic life partnership TikToks, talk about how getting your heart broken by your best friend is way worse than any romantic relationship, which honestly sounds so awful. I know, Brendan, if you're listening... Do not go breaking my heart. <laughs> I will take the child. I will take our cat. And she's taking the fridge. I'm taking the fridge. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> anyway, so Lauren also reckons that should things go sour between you and your platonic pal, don't think that you can't get therapy as friends. 
Yeah, I think if you're really hurting from a platonic relationship, you can get support. Don't think just because you're not having sex with this person that you can't actually work on it and repair it in the same way that a romantic person can. So really put the effort in. If it means something to you, it, it requires your long-term investment, give it the effort that it deserves. Okay, so I know that Renee and April before D were talking about these Boston marriages. So this idea of platonic life partnership, it's not exactly new, but I feel like it's kind of having like a resurgence with young people, right? I think it's really resonating with young people. And yeah. it's actually really weird timing because I actually spoke to author Trent Dalton. Uh, if you haven't heard of him before, look him up. He's incredible. Award-winning author from Boys Swallows Universe. But he also wrote a book called Love Stories. And basically last year, he spent two months every single day just sitting in the Brisbane CBD asking complete strangers about love and what they thought about love, but if they had a love story to share. So I thought specifically for this podcast in particular, it would be really interesting to get his take about what he learned about love after spending so much time talking to so many different people and whether or not he noticed that more people were looking at platonic life partnerships. Anyway, this is what he said. I was out on this corner of Adelaide and Albert Street talking to 200 strangers, so many of them, people aged 20, 18, 17, just going, I have abandoned these notions of what it is to be an adult you can stick your your dream homes you can stick your dream jobs you can stick your notion of what it is to be a happy person we're creating our own path and who said it has to be husband wife what kind of idiot came up with that concept you know what i mean and 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 don't even get me started on the problems that 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 has caused you know and i just think that whole concept of if i can just breathe a bit with love and be with a platonic partner. It's happened so many times. I'm getting so many messages about relating to this book. I wrote love stories where someone will send me a picture and just go, Hey, Trent, like two days ago, these beautiful friends, best buds. They're, they're, they're kissing each other's cheeks on like inverted angles on a picnic rug. And they go, Hey, Trent, check out my platonic partner. She's the freaking world to me. I was like, that's amazing because like, hang on, you're putting, you're putting that, person rightly on the pedestal that they belong and um and anyway i just find that whole notion so inspiring you think about what it causes the agony that that's that that notion of love and that you know i'm I'm a product of 1980s films saying that told us the boom box um, (laughs) the boom right right man john cusack told us chase down your love and you will not be happy until you find that one true love. I mean, what a myth, what a, what a thing we were sold, you know, and you think about the agony that that, that has caused people, you know, and I've got so many friends who are lonely and so many friends who went through a decade, let's say they went through 20 to 30 feeling bad about themselves because they couldn't get that, that one true love. What bullshit. You know what I mean? You know, because we're fed a notion of what life and love is meant to be. There we go. That's the end of that episode. <laughs> Why don't you say something like, thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. I hate that. Why are you so, you know what? I'm going to do the self-promo bit at the end because you're just getting embarrassed about it. I get it every time. Literally. Look, this is The Hookup. Thank you so much for being here. It's been sick having you. DM us anytime with any of your stories, topic suggestions. Hey, if you need help with something, 
Dee and I are so nosy. We want to know. So keep us in the loop and ask us questions because we want to help. And if you're not already following our Instagram, it's at Triple J, the hookup. You know all the things. Follow, like, and subscribe, etc. We'll catch you next time. Bye.